Six Pack Double Feature presents Pick Six, where the guys round out a top five list with one extra. Insults, oddities, cartoons, it's all there. And of course, beer. Tell us your picks, guys. He's here for the first time. He's here for the second time. For the, the first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Travis. And I'm Nathan. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't get this you. This is Kyle. I haven't had enough to drink yet. Kyle is back with us today for a... Uh, so full disclosure, it's, it's, it's around the Halloween time as we record this. So You'll hear this in maybe February or March. We or thought April. we'd have like a little, little, <laughs> little trick or treat type episode. Maybe I don't know, a little little mystery bag. So uh, when Kyle was, uh, we were talking about coming down. We always like to have people, especially if they come from out of town. You don't want to drive all the way down here just for just record uh, one episode. episode. Yeah. So we uh, tried to do two, and we kind of bandied around what to do. So we thought we'd do uh, everybody uh, kind of like a potpourri stew. Okay. But uh, movies we all want to talk about, but they have a common theme. And I thought it might be fun at the end. Uh, we just guess what everybody's common theme was. Do you, are we doing it at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we doing yeah. that? Okay. So, I don't know. Like, so, if we have to guess sooner, we okay. sit on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would, I if so. you want to guess sooner, I would say wait until at least we get through at least three of them. I would say if you want You don't to, want to blow your load right away. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. It, it, it depends on the day. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. Is it lunchtime? Because I need to get that done real quick. Is it? I, I will tell you this straight up. A couple of things. Mine uh, is not, the common theme is not um, jacking off bull movies. Um, or bull movies in general. And uh, my uh, my list uh, has disappeared on me, so I had to look it up on my phone. How'd that go for you? Uh, spotty. <laughs> <laughs> like a cow? Um, but it'll be cool. And... Um, you told me something about your list, Kyle. It's uh, the movies on my list have, for the most part, have been discussed on this podcast over time. Okay, but that is not the common theme. Okay, well, you're the guest, yeah, you're the so guest. you get to go first. Go for it. All right, well, you won the coin toss. As the winner of the coin toss, my number six is Dances with Wolves. Okay, scored by John Williams. Great movie. You know, went over budget. He took Don't a, all his movies go over budget? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a given, but he actually threw that in... That one like, actually made money, though? Well, he threw okay. in a lot of his own money to make that movie and got a percentage of the profits, ended up quadrupling his money. Was that the first one like he directed? Yes. The first yeah. big one? First he, big he won the Oscar for that one. I've he, never... Uh, yeah, I've, um, I've never seen it. Never had a desire to see it. I Dances think, with Wolves? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think, this, I think the score is done by... Uh, not John Williams. It's John Barry. But either way, um, yeah, it's. I think I remember watching the the documentary of the 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 movie that I have, and it was in the theater for like a year. That's why it ma- it just made. Oh, really? They yeah, don't do every, that anymore. No, you're lucky if you're in the theater for like six three weeks. Months, six yeah. six weeks. I'll cut your three. I'll see you three. I'll see you three months and take you to six weeks. Who else is in that, Kyle? Uh, Grant. Oh, Graham, Graham Green, Graham Green, Graham, Graham, Graham Green. Green. Yeah. yeah, he was in Die Hard with a Vengeance. He was. Uh, yeah, he he was. Uh, he was the one that got all, helped to get all the kids out of the school. Yeah, seemed like he was more important. He's Native than he American. Was. You've seen yeah. him. Oh, enough. you've okay. seen him in yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah. More important than who? Did you say? Uh, he's in Maverick. He was the he was a crazy Indian in Maverick. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> when they were trying to uh, pull over the Chief uh, Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. they were trying to pull the scam over on, on the Russian or whatever. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's right. He is in that. And then uh, Mary Mc- Mary McDon- McDonald. She's the one that's 
Stands makes, with the fist. She, she's she's the one. Okay. Oh, I thought she made hamburgers. <laughs> Stands with the things. patty. <laughs> Stands with the buffalo patty, a bison. I dated a girl named Buffalo Patty one time. How'd that go for you? Harry. <laughs> that sounds gross. Good hump, though. So, Dances with Wolves, Kyle, it's your number six. Yeah, that's my number six. Great movie. <laughs> Check it out. What's your number five? <laughs> number six, Nathan. My, well, I'm not giving you my five. I'm giving you my six first. <laughs> My six is uh, The Dark Knight, uh, the Christopher Nolan. That's the one with the Joker, right? That is the one with Heath Ledger as okay, the Joker. That's the one I have seen. I haven't uh, seen Batman Begins. That's or a good one. The one with uh, Catwoman. No, that was, it, was, it was really good. I watched, I watched it for the Joker, I'll be honest. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you. When I first heard that Heath Ledger was doing the Joker, I was like, you, you picked who? And I went, I don't know if that works. And then it, like, it, really, it really worked. Basically, but, he and Nicholson are the... They defined it. Yeah. Well, well yeah, now... Every generation has a Joker, kind of. Yeah, we've kind of... We've uh, moved forward about 10 years, and while I haven't seen... Well, you're hearing this, I am probably have seen it now, but at, at the time that we're recording this, I haven't seen... The Joaquin? Uh, the Joker movie, the I Joaquin Phoenix seen movie it yet. You do comic book movies, Kyle? Here and there. Yeah, I'm the same. Gotta, gotta catch me on the right day at the right time. I get, like, the high watermark ones. Okay. Like, uh, I'm gonna see Joker. I saw... See, I like the weird ones, too, like Venom. Like I don't like I don't like the Venom wasn't bad. I liked Venom a lot. Yeah. It, it didn't it didn't people, get any people didn't get any play. But well, yeah, it did well financially. I don't think the critics liked it, but I watched it and I wasn't very familiar with the character. So, but I enjoyed See, that, I enjoyed Venom. For me, that's the thing is I didn't grow up watching that as a kid. We grew up having six channels in my house, so <laughs> if we, Same. you know, I got to watch He Man. That was about it, you know. But other than the nightly news but, but, <laughs> with Ted Koppel. Yeah. <laughs> all this comic book stuff wasn't that relevant when I was growing up. So, no, it wasn't relevant so, when we were growing up. It was just starting to hit like in the late 80s, and even then it was still kind of hit and miss. They, would, and no, see, they didn't want to bankroll that stuff My yet. wife, though, my wife, she she talks about these, watched them as a kid. I'm like, how in the hell did you watch these as a kid? We had six fucking channels. Yeah. And she's like, no, she lived in Indianapolis. So she had all the channels. Oh, so she apparently, got nine. Apparently right? people that had real TV back in the day, not like you and I, Travis, <laughs> but like, you know. Real cable channels. Multiple channels. They, they knew who Iron Man was, knew all, all about Captain America. My wife could tell me all kinds of fucking facts before the movies came out. I was like, where the fuck are you getting this? I'm the annoying guy watching that. Who's that again? Oh, That's you're... his wife. Oh, okay. Well, she looked, she had a different dress on. <laughs> it's another day. That's Mrs. Jeez, Iron Kyle. Man. <laughs> Amy. Man. Okay. So, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. That's your number six. That's my number six. My number six is a movie we've talked about before. As I'm thinking this, I'm, I'm trying to keep mental notes on what you, what you guys have said. Okay. Uh, my number six is Poltergeist. Did you save this? <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> is it still recording? It's saving as we speak. Oh, that's good. Anyway, they talk about Poltergeist having a curse. Uh, several of the uh, actors died while making it or... I'm familiar with that. Okay. Um, anyway, it's uh, it's sort of a controversial movie in that there's a there's a bit of a. It was directed by Toby Hooper, the guy that did. Texas, you mean Toby Hooper? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm trying to grow as a person and call him Toby. I feel like his name is Toby, and I've just been saying it douchey all these years. It's spelled T O B E, rather so, than like a Y or yeah. whatever. Tobe. Okay. Tobe. What up, Tobe? Crockett and Just hard B at the end. Tobe. Well, I think I think they're going to name Toad, and they got the B and the B back. 
So they just misspelled it on his birth certificate. Yeah, they fucked it up and just went with it. Depending well, the, on who you talk to, who was say, directing scenes in that movie, and it was they'll kinda, say Toby like, Hooper got kind of shoved off into the corner, uh, and Spielberg ended up kind of taking control. He's, Toby Hooper still gets. He wanted to it, do but. two movies at that year, and he was told you can do one. He's like, all right, I guess I'll do ET, and I guess I'll produce Poltergeist, and I'll bring in Toby Hooper. But there's a lot of hullabaloo uh, who directed as, what? as to who directed what, and it definitely feels in some some parts it definitely has a feel and look like a Spielberg movie, and then other parts it's definitely not a Spielberg. It's, it's movie. a Toby Hooper movie. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of cool little nods and stuff in there. Tie Fighter sound effect, and that clown is from something, right? Yes, his bedroom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> it? <laughs> I don't know. All right, so Poltergeist is my number six. Kyle, your number five is what? You know it, you love it. Braveheart. Oh. Mm. Okay. So, I haven't seen. Not nice, but have you never? Have you 96? never seen? seen 90, I think it's 95, but yeah. Oh. 95, 96. I, yeah. watch, I think I watched Braveheart at your house, actually. Uh, uh, I feel like, yeah. I mean, at that era... Everyone had to see Braveheart. Like that, that it, it was just something about it that it was big shit movie. Well, yeah. it was historically inaccurate as fuck. Oh yeah, but it was so watchable because it was in, it, gripping. It was entertaining. It had it had a little bit of everything. Maybe the real story was not gripping and entertaining, and exactly. that's why they changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> Which does happen from time to time. I've witnessed that. Mel Gibson. Height of his career. That pretty was much. really. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a couple more years of flying high. Yeah, by the time 2000 or so hit, he just. He was like, the, a, he's a raven. There, there was a four or five year period there where he was. Could do no the world. Yeah, yeah, he could do no wrong. He was Leonardo DiCaprio on the Titanic. Did, he directed I, that I, too, I, yeah? Yeah. Um, I think that was his debut, actually. Uh, I that. I'm not sure. It may, it may not have been. I, I can't remember. But yeah, that was one of his first. Well, so after, like, after his anti-Semite comments, he, he kind of stayed out of the spotlight and acting. I can't imagine why. <laughs> you guys remember that movie he tried to come back with, uh, with Jodie Foster and the talking beaver? And that sounds like a porno. It is not. <laughs> That's a great porno name. It's a great <laughs> idol. Like that. I can't as ask I was, you a few questions. As, I was, as I, was, I was in trouble as soon as I said it. Um, I can't remember what it was called. talking butthole movie? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't think I've seen that. The Mel Gibson story? I'm trying to think of an autobiography. I think the movie's movie. actually called The Beaver, too. It's Yes, it was. Because I remember Like, making... literally. <laughs> yeah. Jodie Foster's he, talking beaver. Yeah, he he kind of <laughs> broke down, and I think he uses the beaver to com- kind of, like, communicate his... Like a puppet. I think a lot of women use his, the beaver uh... to communicate. <laughs> As a common thing. <laughs> So, so Braveheart's your number five. Beaver yeah. talk. Brad, and Bra- now, um, Braveheart's my number five. My number five is uh, <laughs> Casino Royale. And Which version? The first one. <laughs> With Woody Allen? No. <laughs> the good one. Excuse me. Not the first one. You're right. I said that wrong. Uh, yeah. No, it's the one with Daniel Craig. Yeah, um, you, and, you and Falcon and I saw that in the theater. Yeah. I think it's his best outing. It's probably because the story is not overly complicated. Yeah. They don't take a Roger Moore like direction, and so I, I really enjoy that. And hey, Nathan, why don't you tell us what you're drinking on today? Oh God! <laughs> you're not going to harvest that one. <laughs> not for as a minute. You, as you tripped halfway through my opening. Graceful. Uh, <laughs> follies and faux you guys pas ever seen and that? everything. Have you seen that uh, YouTube clip of Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage that time? No. Oh God, it's hilarious. He's given some. It's like from like 10 years ago. He's given some talk 
about uh, about something, and he's just pacing the stage very elegantly, and he slips and just falls off the front of the fucking stage, but he's still mic'd, and you hear him go, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> like fucking Frazier, dude. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, good God. Great Scott. So where in the hell were we? You I, had, I, I just ripped off my number five. Daniel Craig is what you were. We were talking about uh, Casino Royale, Daniel Craig, yep. his first Bond outing. I like his Bond. It's just they, they try to cop the Bourne. Yes. It definitely, shift, it definitely shifted going from uh, Pierce Brosnan to Craig. And the reason why is it's they because were... Because Pierce Brosnan's movies sucked. Yeah. Except I liked him as a Bond. I just didn't like his movies as... You get on the Bonds, kind of. Like, eh, Bond's not really my bag, but... I I did like Pierce Brosnan Brosnan as Bond. I think I just butchered his name, but fuck him. Uh, okay. I, any I particular can't... any particular reason or does he owe you money? <laughs> Hashtag fuck because, because he made me botch his name. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> and I don't know that I've seen the Daniel Craig ones, so They're, I don't know. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy him. What, so least... what they did with his were. A little more real world. A little more real world, but they they have a like a canon overarching story, whereas the the first. 20 or whatever they were kind of just almost episodic yeah. it had yeah. no yeah there was there were the only thread that connected them was usually the actor that was playing them and even when they tried to stretch that it didn't always work like hey guess what well we know that uh he, he may have been married at one point in time let's make reference to it even though we're like two bonds afterwards uh, uh okay yeah that, that what he what what wait, what yeah no i really like it because it did take it down to a realistic level but i really like daniel craig's Bond movies over Brosnan's because, like you said, I like Brosnan as a Bond, but I, his movies were just mostly garbage outside of Goldeneye. So, yeah. so that's my number uh, five. Number five. I'm going to try to get through the next couple without what's your, dropping any beers or falling. My number five is The Exorcist. Mm. Um, this was a movie for me that um, it was kind of verboten when I was a kid. Like my mom wouldn't let me watch it because there's, oh, there's I can't imagine why. Pa- parents are like when we were growing up, our parents talked about that movie like it was the second coming of of evil, of the devil. Yeah, yeah. It, it was talked. It was built up so big in my household as well. I, I know exactly what you went through. And then I finally watched it. <laughs> Those movies well, didn't even exist in my yeah, household. that's right. <laughs> well, and I, like my mom, I was I was about yeah. ten, and it was it was an anniversary or something of the movie. I don't know. It was written up in the Entertainment Weekly or whatever, and it was a picture of Linda Blair in the full makeup. And I was like, I don't, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that shit. And my mom was like, You want to look at this? And showed me the picture, and I was like, Fuck no, I don't. I nope, you got me again. I'm I'm still scared of it. And it wasn't until some years later, and I, I watched it, and, okay, that's creepy. Yeah. Fifteen or so years went by. I was like, I'm going to watch it again, but I want somebody to watch it with me because I'm still a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally talked Jamie into watching it with me. And then you were bored? Is and that good it? Christ, was I it's, bored it's as It's got fuck. early 70s pacing. Oh, it, no, you know. The power of Christ compels you. Whew, to yeah. take a fucking nap. The effects are great in it. it it's Most really, of his stuff is it was ahead in of camera. time, and it, it was... A, For sure. There, there's a lot of parts in there that are definitely, definitely challenges you. It makes you think about things in a different way, a different era. But um, anyway, it was. Uh, didn't you know we're flat earthers? Uh. <laughs> about same thing. I watched it, and I remember thinking, <laughs> not nearly as scary as I thought, but I'm glad I watched it. It's still pretty creepy. I think if they, if they could, if they could cut easily 30 minutes out of it, maybe 15, 15 for sure, probably 30. Tighten it up. Which version did you? Because he's got. There's like there's three different versions. like edited versions. Like the I might have the directors. It's kind of like the Ridley Scott thing yeah. with Blade Runner, yeah. where he kind of released like three different types. Like, oh, maybe the studio let me really edit it the way I wanted it. Like William Friedkin 
which version? The one that has the spider walk down the stairs. And I think thing? mine does have the spider walk. That's so the it, really long one too. That doesn't. So help. I got I got kingpinned. Is what happened. You did. You got kingpinned. <laughs> Damn it. So yeah, Exorcist. That's my number five. Good pick. My number four is A Million Ways to Die in the West. <sighs> okay. I have not seen that. Oh man. Um. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. The movie is absolutely hysterical. From start to oh, finish. I hate that movie. Really? I, yeah. I found I found it funny from start to finish, and uh, there's wait, some funny parts to it. I'll give you that. I mean, just if you think about some of the. Things I like that, the concept, but I just I haven't I haven't accepted. It's worth an hour and forty five okay. minutes of your time. Are you? A, are you? How a, about an hour and twenty? Is there a shorter version? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could just hit stop. <laughs> if that's for it. <laughs> do uh, I think it's funny? Do you like his? Style of humor, Family Guy. It's a I, little different. I like his style of humor. I didn't mind his. I didn't think I'd seen the second one, but where's the sequel to Ted? Wasn't there? Yeah, Ted Two. Okay, the number that followed and yeah. preceded Ted that <laughs> in, in, indicated that there was a sequel. I couldn't remember if there was. I like Ted. I like I like his humor, but it's just what it, sometimes he wears himself out. Like the Family Guy thing. It just the, ah, yeah. When he's sitting there, there's a great gag in it though. Um, it's. Uh, he goes around the corner. It goes into this barn, and then he sees Christopher Lloyd. Basically, it's Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah. And there's this weird, awkward exchange. Like he looks, at, he gives Christopher Lloyd this knowing look, kind of like, "You're not supposed to be here, and you're doing some weird shit, aren't you?" <laughs> I don't remember any of the dialogue, but Christopher Lloyd looks back at him like, "Nothing." That's- yeah, exactly. Okay then, and he backs out of the door, and that's it. It's just, it's a nice little. Non. So it's it's saying that, that he's in Hill Hill Valley or whatever in eighteen eighty eighty five right okay <laughs> so I, I did like that and Charlie Theron is in it and that's nothing okay maybe I'll give it a shot yeah it's you know <laughs> it's worth an hour and forty five minutes of my time apparently yeah definitely uh, my number four is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade okay I mean what's there what isn't there anything bad to say about Indiana Jones and Last Crusade? I mean it's all just it's a great film. It's a great ending to a trilogy because I we don't really acknowledge at least in this studio we don't acknowledge the fourth film. Ugh, no. <laughs> Not as anything outside of a, it, We tri- acknowledge it as a bowel Crystal movement. Kingdom of the Crystal yeah. Skull, yeah. We acknowledge it as a bowel movement that passed and we're done. I uh I watched House 2 the second story last night and it actually is about a crystal skull. Also, really fucking, really fucking stupid movie. So you just can't, you, you just can't hit it when you try to make Crystal Skulls the MacGuffin in your film. Yeah, but, uh, hold on. I, I really want to read your text message that you sent me. Give me a second here. Okay. I'll... Boy, if you thought House was bad, you should watch the shit fire garbage dumpster abortion that is House, the second story. <laughs> I've seen, I feel like if they re-release that for like a 25th anniversary Blu-ray, that should be the quote on the back. <laughs> Nathan from Six Pack Double Features says, <laughs> "I think that uh, Last Crusade is a. It's it's not necessarily a in my at least my opinion a sequel that is better than the original, but I think that it is very much Close on to par to a worthy that. sequel. I don't dislike Temple of Doom, but it was mm. too dark. You know, I don't hate Temple of Doom. I still acknowledge it as a part of the canon." Compared T- to Temple, Crystal Skull, Temple but of Doom it's was definitely botched. it's it definitely been so yeah. much better. How but, so? But I, Temple of Doom. How so, how could it have been better? Oh man, what, where to begin? First of all, the the chicken, she was only oh. she was nailing 
I'm the director. <laughs> not not yet, but soon and after. I think. I'm sure. I'm sure that was him laying groundwork for All right, it. Though. What I need you to do is scream. And, me... and I, I like short round because yeah. you know, obviously I like Goonies. But right. The, the whole uh, yeah. It, it kind of took. The first one you had the Nazis and you know everyone. I think in the, good versus evil. I think in a lot of ways it took the fun out. Yeah. It said, "Hey, you know what? Temple of Doom. My name's Spielberg, and I'm going through a divorce. Let's make this dark as shit." Yeah. Okay. Well, we were thinking about doing this. Well, how about we have him rip his heart out of his chest? Like my stupid cheating whore wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. You there's, see there's this, some, Karen? There's some problems. And the fact that it's weird because it's also a prequel because it takes place a year before. That was one thing that, that I was always, weird. I thought that was really cool. I get it now, but it's still like I didn't even know that till you just said it that. was. Yeah, yeah, it's like 35 instead of 36 or whatever. It's I like know. a year before everything happens with interesting with and, uh, and Raiders they, of Lost Ark. And they kind of with with Last Crusade, they sort of admitted like, okay, look, we got your letters. We're going to return to form here. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna kill more Nazis. It's gonna be fun. The, the more be, dead Nazis, the better. Typically, we're gonna put a hot. Blonde but I in love, here. I love the, I love the intro to like the opening scene with that is very almost kind of James Bond, oh, with, uh, which was purposeful because he had been no the yeah. intro to Temple of Doom. Oh, there, there's the he's kind of he's wearing the white jacket tux it's very james bond-esque and that was his nod to i don't get james bond movies so i'll make one that has that kind of feels like it but yeah indiana jones the intro to that one also works well have it was actually harrison ford's idea to have um river phoenix cast because he felt that he could pull that off and i think he i think he did i think he did absolutely i love that it tells how he (laughs) He was he was a great yeah how he got the scar on his up under his lip or whatever yeah (laughs) why he's afraid of snakes it answered all those questions in like 10 10 to 12 minutes or whatever yeah uh river phoenix was kind of like uh kind of like a james dean my number four is rosemary's baby either Okay, so you picked Exorcist, and now you're Rosemary's Baby. I'm trying to put these together to see whether or not I can figure out what may be your common theme. I don't know. Um, see, Kyle's the only smart one here. He's actually he's taking them down. notes. Yeah, I Fuck did yeah, not. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, nah. And then I said, if we don't go to it till the end, I'm just gonna go read yours off again. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I don't I would, know. I would be yeah, okay, okay with that. I'd be nah, okay with. Yeah, that's okay. A, I'll just a, a quick well, that's time. all right. See, Kyle's Kyle's gonna get it anyway. But uh, Kyle took he may, uh, he may not took the uh, podcast minutes and so. <laughs> He's the fucking he runs, treasurer. We pay in beer. Steady hours. <laughs> um, it's you could almost call um, Rosemary's Baby the first horror movie. Sixty-eight Roman Polanski, and I don't know if he was doing this as he was dealing with the fact that the Manson family killed his wife. Well, that was sixty-nine, and was if if Rosemary's Baby was sixty-eight, then it was before. Okay, that. So let me let me make sure. So then, no, Kyle, do you do, you do Tarantino movies? Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I have not seen it yet, but I would like to. Okay, I won't say anything then, other than that Margot Robbie is gorgeous as uh, Sharon Tate in that. Sharon Tate for nineteen sixty-nine was she had, she had like she a, was fire. She was a timeless, yeah. timeless looker. No, it's just um, it's sort of a mind fuck because you're why do they care so much about this woman having this kid? Satan's baby. Satan's baby. Yeah, well, that's the that's the pull at the end. You find yeah, that. I've seen that once. A little and Mordred. I don't know if I would. I'd say I've seen back. it once. Yeah, that's but, enough. I mean, I like other Polanski films over this one. So, I think Robin Polanski and and the Devil. I think Ninth Gate. 
You know, I still have not seen that. Oh, That's man. Johnny Depp, right? Fuck yeah. That's good. Okay. I haven't seen that in a long that. time. It's, it's, I didn't know it was a Polanski. It's a I knew total, it was a Polanski, but a I haven't seen it. Total mind screw. It pisses you off a little bit because Johnny Depp, you know, anytime a book's brought up, oh yeah, I remember that book. It was written in 1871. But he's, <laughs> he's just too goddamn smart in that movie. But the devil's very prevalent in that. So Rosemary's Baby. That's my number four. Kyle, what's your number three? My number three is uh, Gran Torino. Okay. Ooh. I mean, as I know it's been talked about here on this podcast, uh, there's not a whole lot more I can say about it that hasn't been touched upon with you guys <laughs> in the Gran Torino uh, episode, which is a great episode for the millions of listeners out there who minus, m- might have missed minus that one. Minus 999,997. You got way further than <laughs> Keep... If you guys keep sharing, that's the episode they need to listen to. It's a great episode. He's kind of closing out his tough guy persona that he was known for for 30 years, too. But it works really well. Yeah, it's a good movie. He plays that. He still plays that old West gunslinger just in in fucking Korean Detroit, you know? So there's a whole lot of things about that movie that just. There's this weird underlying warmth to him. Yeah. That you have to. You have to break through three feet of ice to get to. Yeah. he, he never stops pushing you away, but but you always want to. You still want to get in there. You still want to get to know him. You still. Yeah, it's like why? It's, yeah, it's like how many times you got to tell me no? If yeah, the, fuck, I'm not taking no for an answer. You're, well, you're too interesting. The Mung family figured out how to do it, other than the, other than his kids. It's beer. Yeah, beer and things that need to be, fix. Beer and food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, beer and fix. You're an you're an old uh, widower and you like beer. We got. Well, we got beer. I still. Uh, uh, you the, said the, my magic words. The, the, I, I don't want to openly disagree with him, but I don't want to openly support him either. My but. favorite bit in that movie is still when he he knows he's about to go sacrifice himself, and he takes Daisy next door, and he Tomorrow. goes, "You're not going to eat her, are you?" <laughs> oh man, I hope not. No. Oh uh, shit! All right, Gray Torito, yep. your number three. Nathan, what's your number three? My number three is Bullet, 1968. Steve McQueen. I still haven't seen that. <laughs> It's not a surprise. It's been like two years. You tried Shut to, up, Brock. Yeah. It's been two years, and you've tried to uh, dethrone my choice of chase scenes. So I found it funny that, you know what? I'm just going to go. It's still probably my favorite McQueen movie. It's 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 made my favorite chase scenes. Uh, it's, it's a really good kind of like whodunit detective story in uh, late 60s San Francisco. It's just really... It's considerably better than you would think. So I'll wait another 10 years and you might have seen it by then, <laughs> Travis. I just have to be in the right kind of mood for older pace. Old movies. movies is what you're saying? Old old movies. Old good movies. It's still old movies. I'll bust out a 19. 19- well, you don't want to you don't want to watch any movie when you're not feeling it. You got to I get the that. Board's got to strike you right to where you're like I'm in the right place. Trust to watch me, this. I I it happens to me on a daily basis now. Mike, do I want to waste two hours on something I haven't seen, or will I want That's, to watch something that I have that I know that you know, I know I'm going to enjoy from start to finish? That's exactly. And so I get, I get that. I totally get that. I've been trying. However, to However, recommendations from people that you know. I mean, I watched your Transylvania Six Five Thousand movie, and you changed your life, didn't it? Uh, you know it. <laughs> I've watched more movies you've recommended to me than I'm sure you've watched that I've recommended to you. <laughs> what do you want? You're a better person yes. than me. Is that what you want me to say? Yes, Great. say it. Everyone. Say it. Nathan is a better person all than right, me. I don't think I that's a for. shock to anybody. <laughs> so, good. Uh, bullet, your number three. Yeah. My number three. See, 
Fucking I know. Kudos, right. buddy. Kudos. Once you change the way the mic stand was in front of me, it just worked perfectly. So I think it. I think that's gonna. I think it's this gonna may work, work for, you. for me. Yeah. Yeah. You look. You look cool. You look. You look like a pro. Cool. Opening like, the beer. And for, through the pop filter, you just look like my, a, my fingernails are just long enough. <laughs> Didn't that suck? After you cut your fingernails, you try to open the beer. Horrible. Anyway, that's your number three. My number three is The Crow. Brandon Lee's last movie. He didn't. He didn't do a lot of movies. Uh, you know, it's been so long since I've seen that. <laughs> That's so good. Tell us about. I ha- it. I'm surprised I haven't put it in lately because it. It's, a, it's, it's like a Devil's season. Night is yeah, like the night before Halloween, right? Yeah. yeah. So. We talked about it in soundtracks. It was. We made. It was kind of set point. to be Brandon Lee's, like not his. It was to launch him, kind of launch. It was going to launch him into the movie that was going to launch him. I think. Because um, I'll tell you what, from what I've what little bit I've seen of the stuff he did before The Crow. Was kind of like directed. They were like canon video, movies. not like, hey, let's show off his fact that his dad was Bruce Lee and he knows martial arts Je- and, and can do things. Yeah, he uh, was famously killed during the making of the movie. I think him dying. Is the Dark Knight on your list? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Although, granted, mine wasn't killed. So, but um, kind of the same scenario where they filmed about like ninety eight percent. Oh yeah, that was one of the first yeah. movies that used CGI. The Crow, they had to uh, shoot a couple of like um, tracking shots after he had died, so they ended up using. Um, no, that was that's what it, they uh, photo bitted his face onto oh, a guy. I'm sure that cost a lot of money at, at 1993. 1993 yeah. yeah, yeah, that probably probably a lion's share of the budget. Really. <laughs> um, it was just a really dark. Well, it wasn't going to be a cult movie, but it came it became a cult movie. I think the only thing that kind of keeps it above. Water level is that soundtrack that we talked about on the soundtrack episode. Um, nobody huge was in it. Um, Outside, the, the other big name was um, Ernie Hudson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Ernie oh, Hudson yeah. was the cop. He's a great And he's great uh, the guy who plays the main uh, antagonist. Um, I can't remember he, his name either. He was in Alien Resurrection. He was. He was also in the Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. He Love was not the sheriff movie. of Nottingham, oh, yeah. oh, but he uh, was his. He was his like Guy lieutenant. Gisborne. Yeah. Guy Gisborne. Is that his name? That that's his in name. His in Robin Hood. But oh, okay. Guy wow. Why not use a knife? <laughs> he's also in. Uh, he's also in Count of Monte Cristo. He's yeah. uh, yes. Oh wow! I never thought about that. He's yeah, he's the guy that good. runs that Chateau d'If. <laughs> oh yes, he oh, is. I ate there once. It was terrible. <laughs> Fucking bad burgers. Rats and Rat food. Burgers. Rat turds, not capers. Check in. You never check out. The Crow. That's my number three. That's a that's a, yeah, that's a good movie. What's your number two? Citizen Kane. Ooh, that's a good one. It's so, interesting. Nathan and I long have argued about Citizen Kane. Let's hear it. I think The Godfather is a better movie. I think The Godfather is a better movie as well, but it's still also I think The Godfather is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> I don't discredit your. I don't, I don't discredit your your opinion. Nathan has but... softened. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I like The Godfather so much, it's really hard to go, I want to fight you. Why? Well, because I'm going to pick it's, Citizen I Kane. Think, I think all it is is just the time that they were made. How groundbreaking Citizen Kane was. That I will give you. Compared to The Godfather at the time. But and I haven't in seen retrospect, it in... it's, they're still both I don't phenomenal think I've seen, pictures. I don't think I've seen Citizen Kane since 2006 or seven. See, so. see, I rewatched it. It's probably... Um... Uh, maybe two, three years ago. Okay, and it was still, it was still watchable, but you really had to want to watch it. Absolutely. No, and you're right because I've had that on DVD or whatever for many years, and I haven't popped it in for a few. 
I think as as we it's so good, get though. more attached to these goddamn cell phones, it's it's harder and harder to watch f- fucking Billy Madison. You know <laughs> that movie's one. slow. It's ninety eight minutes, yeah. right? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, Citizen Kane. But, but, is, the, the story is fa- fantastic. It's just a good story from start to finish. Yeah, and it really takes you like he's on a journey, and you feel like you're on the journey with him. You know, like okay, there's a. It's that narrative. The narrative form yeah. it had. At that time, they had not told stories like that. What year was it? 41 or 42, okay. I think. Um, but, yeah, it's so – it's really good because of just I, – I, they – I think it only won the Oscar for best adapted or best original screenplay. I you were going to say best attempt. Yes. Good try. But Good the, try, the camera work, the camera work of where they chose to put the camera, where um, Orson Welles wanted to put the camera in that movie, uh-huh. was just so untraditional. Like, I want it here. You need to pull out the floorboards because I need the camera to come up at this angle. And that was just like you want to do what? Yeah. No, because it needs to you need to give this character a towering presence or or whatever. And that's oh. it's that really type of thought process that makes that, that and movie I, so original for its time and still kind of makes it timeless and even with it black and white. To even get that movie made, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember the story behind he, it. It's or... like he got – he. I haven't finished the book yet, but he was kind of handed the keys to the kingdom by the studio and then was fought tooth and nail after getting it and wanting to release it. William Randolph Hearst was like, oh, you guys are trying to make a movie kind of about me? That's fucked up. I'm going to try uh, – do you not realize how much stuff I own? I'm going to basically hose you in, in in its release. And it didn't do well, I don't think, in initial release no. either. And then I'm sure all the studio execs are going, holy shit. Um, yeah, we need we need to pull back a little bit on this. This guy eats 14, <laughs> eats 14, 14 chicken chickens a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's an orson of chickens. That's the unit of measure, an orson of chickens. An orson of chickens. It's 14 or more. You, you heard it here. An orson's dozen. Oh. That's even better, an orson's dozen. I love yeah. that. Oh, man. Good times. All right, uh, Citizen Kane, it's your number two. two. What's your number two, Nathan? Did you not do your number two? Oh, wait. You I go forgot next. which order. It's okay. That's, That's okay. That's all right. My number two is Santana. Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, 1998. All right. I love that movie. I'm going to say real quick, I think I know what Kyle's is. I think Kyle knows what mine is. I haven't the slightest goddamn clue what your list is, but I'm going to hold out for the end. So Rush Hour. (laughs) Rush Hour. Uh, It's kind of centered around the abduction of a Chinese consulate's daughter, and there's that fish-out-of-water Chinese uh, inspector, buddy cop. cop. I think it's it's their best outing as in the Rush Hour trilogy. Well, it's the first one, so I'm not a big Chris Tucker fan. Neither am I, but he did a great job on that movie. He was. Yeah. It's kind of like he took that. He's like Eddie Murphy handed him the mantle, and he was like, "All right, I'll yeah. take it for a while, or at least a couple of these movies, and then I'll fuck it up too." I don't know. <laughs> it was the Katrina hurricane thing that <laughs> screwed him up. That was they're, they're, that was Kanye. No, it, but he was there. They it was Mike Myers and Kanye. Uh, Kanye made his comment. Mike Myers was like, uh, and then they cut to Chris Tucker. Yeah. Well, it's true. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, that <laughs> wow. I have so much to say now. That was. Uh, 
Thanks, Brock. <laughs> that was the first gift that someone gave us for the studio was the rootin' tootin' walkin' talkin' George W. Bush. <laughs> We're not making any political statements. We're just just making jokes. We don't get political on here. That that look of terror on Mike Myers' face is fucking priceless. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've seen, you know what we're talking about, right? There was a Katrina benefit, okay? After and the hurricane. After, and, remember after yeah. 9-11, they, they would like cram celebrities and musicians uncomfortably to like, you know, right. for money and stuff. It's cool. I'm not saying it's not charitable. They had was Kanye it West. Or it was or oh, what? Well, it was, Maybe it was late 05. They okay. had Kanye West and Mike Myers. They were the presenters of this. You're like, we're here to talk about Kyle today. You know how they would cut away and they would talk about some... Kyle saved 65 dogs from drowning in the right. in Here's the, a music in the, performance in the pet by store. Dave Matthews Band. Here's the Goo yeah. Dolls. Yeah. Kanye. George says, W. People, George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. Kanye said, yeah. fuck the script. Fuck your teleprompter. They're down there. They're stranded. George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. And Mike Myers, Myers is like, <laughs> looks like someone just stuck their whole fist in his ass. <laughs> if you thought Mike Myers was white, wait until you watch that clip. And he turns whiter. And then some, clearly somebody in the production booth goes, get the fuck off of him. Cut, cut, cut. And they cut quickly. To Chris Tucker. Who is also turned it, pale it, fucking white. And uh, yeah. Trips over all of his fucking words. Oh, man. It's on YouTube uh, about a thousand times. Look that I shit up. I definitely look that up. Oh, I that's may good. find the audio clip and play it at the end of this episode. <laughs> and are you guys excited about Eddie Murphy doing stand-up again? Uh, I'm not disappointed, and I'm very excited to watch I'm, his Dolomite movie on Netflix because it popped up, and time. I'm seriously okay. like, I'm like, I, that, I disagree. I don't know. Did you see the last few movies you made yeah. before you just Here's hung thing, up your though, hat for a while? Is okay. He might have been funny, but his he movies might have been weren't. Cream of the crop, top dog. At one point in time, when he came out with something edgy, you know, new school that people hadn't seen before, wearing his fucking Red leather pants, whatever he's wearing. And, yeah. Uh, Delirious. Delirious. Even that had four or five funny parts at best. Delirious? Oh, dude, that's slayed. Dude, it was good, but it's overrated. Now, you compare that to today's comics, they kill him. They kill him on the comedy scene, on the stage. Well, it's like anything. The style has changed. It, it, exactly. And do I have any faith that he's changed with it? No. Would I go pay to see that? He's going to have to earn it first. That's right. He already gets my money through Netflix because that's where his movie's out now. So. You think he'll do? Think his comedy will be a Netflix special? People will hey, still pay I'm, to go see him. I'm cautiously hey, curious. It's, it's kind of like boxing. You're going to come out of retirement and step right in against the champ. <laughs> that's you, true. You work your way up the ranks. He's going to have to start some scenes. And it's like coming Netflix. back out of retirement. Yeah, like, yeah, you need to you, you work on some war moves. horse. You get to beat up on them for a little bit to prove yourself. <laughs> Sorry, that's, we derailed you big number, time there. That's all right. That's, that. But that's my number two. My number two, Rebel Without a Cause. James Dean. Mm hmm. Sal Minio. Natalie mid, Wood. Mid to late 50s. Right? Oh. 59. You're, you're close. You're not going to, you're not, you're, you're in the boat. You're not in the right seat. It's <laughs> one where James Kyle's Dean. trying to run his numbers right now. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I'll probably allow what your guess is. Anyway, um, it's like fifty-five or fifty-six. I thought or it was fifty-nine. I don't know. It may be, but it was like just right. like Brandon Lee. It was the one where this was, this was like okay, dude, you do this one, and then they're giving you the candy store, you know. And he Paul Walkered it. Oh, ouch! <laughs> I, I looked like it hurt. Thirty years, forty <laughs> years later, it looked like it hurt. <laughs> So Paul Walker and James Dean it. So, yeah, I love it. 
It's, when, it's when been you, a while since I've when, seen it. When you say good. when you say James Dean, people think of like Rebel Without a Cause. Well, they think of two different You're pictures. Me apart. They think yeah. of him in that red jacket with um, the, the blue jeans next yeah. to the car, or they think of him doing that leaning up against the wall thing, um, with the cigarette. Like he was like he was kind of the epitome of cool at that time. Yeah, he, Not he, kind of. He, he was, was the epitome the, uh, of cool at that time. We found a way to hey. insult James Dean twice now. <laughs> He, he was Paul he was, Walkered it, and he's the he's kind of the fifties Fonzie. He was what Fonzie was, kinda, kinda, yeah. yeah. It's what Fonzie wanted to be. Wanted to be, yeah. <laughs> he swung and missed. <laughs> anyway, I think you probably all could figure out where I'm going with this. But Rebel Without a Cause, my number two, Kyle, your number one, Pulp Fiction. I know what your list is. I'm not going to say it right now. We'll wait till the end, but I know what your list is. Nathan, I'm fucking lost on yours. I've got an idea on Nathan's. I'll entertain that. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah. But I think I think we're going to talk about Pulp Fiction at some point, but we're going to talk about Pulp Fiction right now as well. This could have easily been like in the perfect movie. Because uh, it it completely, in the way Citizen... It was in my perfect movie, Sorry, I, I, I didn't mean yeah. to steal your, your thunder. Yeah, we, oh, go. This is great. The way Citizen Kane said, like, this can be done differently and better. Pulp Fiction said, "Hold my beer. Hold my heroin. Hold my heroin. Hold I don't my know. balloon bag. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of baggies. Is a balloon okay? Because um, that was tra- what was it? That's traditional for cocaine, right? Or something? Why are you asking that? me? Like I'm a no. I think that's what it, I think that's what it was though. It's like I'm like, out of balloons. I look like Daryl Strawberry over here. It was Fuck. like I'm out of. It was the it was the opposite. It was like I'm out of baggy. I'm out of balloons. Is a baggy okay? And yeah. I think that was the indicator that it was, if it was white and in the baggy, it was supposed to be cocaine. If it was in a balloon, it was supposed to be heroin. I think it's probably that was what that was because that's why I just what's ass- her name? Ods. Oh. God, man, jeez. Nathan just talked something about to, drugs. Nah, I, I wasn't trying to make fun of you. I'm I'm 95 percent sure moment. you're right. I thought it was okay. also because the balloons tied up easier. I don't know. Than... I don't know what that would have to do with the price of shit of China. <laughs> I don't either. But... <laughs> um, we talked about this movie in soundtracks. We talked about this movie in <laughs> Perfect Movies was mine. Was it your perfect season, movie? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's so, just it's know. got a little bit of everything, but most importantly, it fits my theme. So, <laughs> well, that makes sense. We're glad you picked it, Kyle. Thank you. But hey, it's one of those movies, though. I mean, everyone does such a great job acting in it. It's such a well laid out movie from start to finish. Remember, I mean, really, there's really parents, nothing you can say wrong about the. Movie. Your parents and my parents got Prime Star at the same time, back in '94, '95. Uh, we, we were Direct TV. Well, it was Prime Star back then. You were oh, that's I was right. TV. That's right. So satellite, satellite television. Yeah, because okay. you're coming from where we're from. No, I get it. When you, satellite was primo, though, or the only thing you could get if you wanted more. Than if you lived six in town. Channels. You had. If you lived in town. You had cable, but we lived out. Kyle and I both lived out in the country. So I, it I, was. I was a solid half mile away from getting road TV. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I ended up having to play outside. You kids these days have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Pulp Fiction was easily on. I don't think kids are listening to our podcast. No. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Once they hear about James Dean, though, they are like, here. Who? They will be here for that. Who's that guy? I mean, um, it was easily on every hour on Stars that year. Oh yeah, good one. And I probably watched it once a week. 
I, I'm right there with you because once they started playing, they played the show out of it. They did. And is that we, even we still were a bored thing? And there's nothing else on. It was like, why not put that on? It may still be a thing, but you would have to have traditional like cable with the cable like movie channels. I don't think anybody does that. that anymore, do they? No, I Everyone. guarantee you, a lot of people. Still I mean, do I just that. watched Pulp Fiction probably four or five months ago. I mean, it's still like a yearly watch. I, I, anytime I have a chance, I'm bored. I, I'll still pop it in. I can see that, and it's still watch. <sighs> Oh, it's very much. It's, oh, it's very much watchable. It's watchable. It pulls day. me in once I once I start. Garcon, coffee. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I, and I don't even have to be in the mood to watch it because I'll start it, watching it and I get in the mood. Yeah, to watch it. that's okay. that's a good point. It, it, it alters your. Yeah, it pulls you right in. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good number one. It's no, the only it, reason it was your number one is because it, it resurrected uh, Travolta's career, and then and then he butchered his career again. He, John he Travolta's like, had he's had two careers, and he said, "I'm going to fuck these up in the most." Travolta way possible. He's like the Tennessee Titans of acting. <laughs> Six pack double feature and sports. <laughs> I made a Daryl Strawberry reference and a Titans reference in that in that one. I'm kind of proud of myself. Anyway, Pulp Tie Fiction. Those together. Pulp Fiction, you're number one. Nathan, you're number one. Mission Impossible Fallout. Yep. Who's in that? When did that come out? That's Tom Cruise. Well, I know Tom Cruise, dick. <laughs> He's done... Six. I think he's planning on doing two more. I think back to back. But they've just—if you wanted to see a decent kind of espionage movie, but you were not big on uh, James Bond or Jason Bourne, these were the ones that kind of really hit all of the notes. They've almost gotten better with time and the newer movies I've outside of the seen, second one. I've never seen one. The first one was like ninety-seven, right? Ninety-six, and then uh, I think two thousand. John Woo did the second one, and then he just kind of moved up. First there. is the first one the one when he has the, he, the iconic he comes he's down. Hanging down he's hanging down he's in Langley yeah, yeah. trying okay. to get that the yeah. files yeah, the MacGuffin uh -huh. didn't Limp Biscuit do one of the songs sure I don't in the second I think they in 2000 that were they were trying to Metallica did as well what if song? it was the same time it was just a, it's generic so it was on their soundtrack I'm sure okay. I know it was in 2000 I, I remember that much and Limp Biscuit at that time was. Kind of at their apex, they were they quickly were, heading down. They were as erect there. as they were ever going to be. Right, they're stiff as they were ever going to be. So, which which one did you say again? Mission Impossible, Fallout. It's their most the most recent. recent. How did Simon Pegg get involved with these? He was kind of an analyst and was brought in on additional missions. Do you guys think Simon Pegg is a Scientologist? No, I don't think so. I hope not. I don't want that for him. He seems too intelligent to figure that one out. <laughs> Well, there goes all of our Scientologists listening. <laughs> Mission Impossible Dark Fate Fallout Farts. That's your number one. <laughs> Dark Fate Fallout Farts. <laughs> My number one, here's where you guys are going to screw it up. Superman, 1978. Christopher Reeve, Margot Kidder, jumping Gene Hackman. I'll bet no one's ever called him that. <laughs> they I might have called him Lex. G gentleman not Gene. Rex Roofer. <laughs> That'll be funny Roofer. in a couple of weeks, Kyle, when you... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, only thing that could compete with Star Wars in the late 70s, early 80s was Superman, I think. Like, on, on a scale like that. Right. Because, I mean, they had the tagline, after this movie, you'll, you'll believe a man can fly. I'm going to end it with that. I'm not going to talk too much more about Superman. I'm going to end it with that. And uh, It's probably my favorite comic book movie. The first one? Yeah. The original? I yeah. like the second one. Uh, I'm sorry you're wrong. Actually, I, I love the third one, but... Poop. <laughs> I guess that's there's no better way to end it 
<laughs> um, so I guess the best way to do this is just keep going in order. Kyle, what do you think my theme is? Do we want, let, read them off. Let's read. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle, since you've written down, you've got the, yeah, the, the meeting here. minutes. <laughs> to recap here, we got Travis's list coming in at Poltergeist number six, Exorcist number five, Rosemary's Baby number four, The Crow number three, Rebel Without a Cause number two, and Superman number one. What, what do you think, Nathan? I would have said it would have been lead actors or actors involved in the film that had died tragically. That's what I was thinking. But when you said Rosemary's Baby, I don't know about – I can't even think of uh, of her name that stars in Rosemary's Baby. Mia so Farrow. Mia Farrow. I'm blanking on, on that one. And another connection until he put Superman in there was Satan. Mm, yeah, or spooky, spooky movies. Yeah, yeah okay. that's why I changed. See, I originally instead of Rebel Without a Cause, I had the Omen. See, and then um, the Satan connection was there for a while. Yeah, it was, and that's why I changed it midstream. Were there to Rebel Without a Cause? Okay, so were there behind the scenes faux pas? There are movies that are cursed. Oh, cursed. the Superman yeah. curse, the Son Poltergeist a- curse. Okay. Yep. I tried not to mention too much that you this guy died. This is the, the thing with the stuff, but but curse movies. That was my that was my All pick right. six. All right, Kyle, we'll get mine next, and then we'll we'll do yours last. So, well, what? read off mine. Yeah, please. I'm- <clears throat> Nathan's list coming in at number six: The Dark Knight. Number five: Casino Royale. Number four: Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Number three: Bullet. Number two: Rush Hour. Number one, Mission Impossible, uh, poop stain victory. <laughs> poop stain victory. <laughs> poop stain fallout. Yeah. <laughs> I have a generic guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, they all involve. He this. went uh huh when I said my last yeah. one, and so I think Kyle might have figured what you it got out. There? Well, I, I mean, all these movies they involve a not necessarily a spy or uh, as far as uh, a man behind the mask. Uh, Hope you're not there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. Uh, Everyone here is a. Uh, I can't find the word. I've drank a few too many beers. <laughs> All the actors have been known to do a majority of their own stunts. I would not have got that. Good one. I moved from like, I won't say lowest to highest in the amount of stunts, but Tom Cruise did hit number two, and and Jackie Chan number. Oh, no, oh. no, Jackie Chan was number two. Tom Cruise was number one, but those could have been. I was even swapped. thinking about that with Jackie Chan. Like Jackie, I, I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't even close. Oh, I wasn't well, close to that. As you don't theme, think but. about it now, but the only person that's kind of been hitting the news within the last few years of I'm going to do my own stunts. What Harrison Tom Cruise? Ford. Oh. Harrison Ford did a lot of his own stunts. The guy who was his stunt double said, you know what? If this guy didn't go into acting, he would have made a really good uh, stunt actor. Also, Harrison, don't fly that plane. <laughs> have you seen those Im- those like behind-the-scenes footage of uh, Harrison Rush Ford? Like- gra- yeah, Rush Hour is great, the behind-the-scenes. Yeah. Uh, I said, Jackie Chan, world-renowned actor and stuntman, was shocked at the precautions that the crew had to take in order to ensure safety for the U- for the film that was being made in the U.S. He's yeah. like, there's a scene where Chan jumps from a tree into a window of the Chinese embassy. While stunt coordinators admitted that Chan could have easily made the jump on his own, the crew had to build a scaffolding on either side of the window to, in order to event, 
just in case something went wrong. When Chan saw the scaffolding for the first time, he shook his head and said, you Americans, so safe. (laughs) (laughs) Because he was notoriously known for doing pretty much all of his stunts. Yeah. Say what you want about how crazy Tom Cruise is. But But he's he's dedicated. He is. He's dedicated. He's dedicated to his craft. To to what end? Because you don't get paid more for doing that. No, but he wants the realism. And I'll tell you one thing. There is not a lot of CGI in the newer, or at least not... In the traditional sense, uh-huh. for physical endangerment because That's of the cool. shit that he chooses to do on screen because he believes that it's more believable. Oh. If you know, I mean, he learned how to fly a helicopter so you could have that sequence at the end. For of just the movie. a second, I thought you were going to say he learned how to fly an F fourteen for the new <laughs> no. Top Gun movie. He may have, Who and I'd uh, take my money, Nathan. I know what Kyle's list is. All right, do you read them off. Do you want to guess? Make sure, because I was good for the first like. Three or four, and then it, it took me it, about halfway. Once I, I threw me off, go for it. Dances with Wolves, Braveheart, A Million Ways to Die in the West, Grand Torino, Citizen Kane, Pulp Fiction. I only think writer director. Boom. Boom. But I was the the Pulp Fiction threw me no, off dr- because director lead, director star actor. Well, Except Tarantino wasn't the Tarantino lead. wasn't the lead. That was dropped all the. I was just going to say. I was going to say writer actor. Yeah. R- r- directed the movie. Right. Appeared in it. Writer actor. Yeah. Right. You threw that curveball on the last pitch with number one, and I was like, he doesn't lead in any of his movies, but all the other ones have leads. So there's something else that see, may be look, different. <laughs> if you look at his movies, that that was probably one of what his bigger roles in the. Movie. Yes, at- and better because yeah. depending on the movie, it's he's not great in. Django Unchained because he can't well, pull off. Australian why did he accent. try to pull an Aussie accent? Why not just be? Uh, I was going to put From Dust Till Dawn in there, but he actually didn't direct that. Correct. So. He wrote it, but he didn't. Robert but Rodriguez. he acted in a lot more oh, of it. Robert Rodriguez, he's yeah. so good. Yeah, he's badass. He's badass. This one was uh, fun. That was fun. This was a good one. Yeah, that was. I don't know how we would do it again. How did you, oh, just... listeners? How did you score? <laughs> Let us know. Chime in. <laughs> Call one triple eight 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 pick eight six seven five three zero nine. Ask for Jenny. Yeah. If not, leave a <laughs> She's message. Our sep- She's got your number. She's our receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, gang. So, um, yeah, hit us up. Get on uh, get on the iTunes or wherever you uh, podcast, listen, all that. And give us a rating if you want. Give us a around the school, kids. Down. Yeah. Get Put, your history teacher. Send the mixtapes around. <laughs> give it to Mr. Williams, the history teacher. Get on the website. Buy our T-shirts. Buy our stickers. Give him his gifts, presents, or just share us and or buy one and take it like it and share it. Buy one, take it to the homeless shelter. Homeless folks have cell phones now. I've seen them. Pay it forward. They can listen to pot. Yeah, pay it forward. Yeah, just give him some earbuds. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go, buddy. This is podcast. (laughs) You're not doing anything. Just drink your beer and listen to these jagos talk about movies. (laughs) Oh, I think we'll definitely have you back, Kyle. This will. Yeah. Yeah, this will be fun. So I don't know what next week is. Oh, I haven't. Who knows what tomorrow will bring. But uh, we'll see you then. All right. Peace out. Stay off the moors. Six Pack Double Feature is a Clopec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb. The destruction of the spirit of the people of southern Louisiana and Mississippi may end up being the most tragic loss of all. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Please call...